Hey you guys, this is Mimi with JB. Um Spooks and Crimes. With Spooks and Crimes. <laughs> so this is a crime story about a girl named Taylor Vaughn. It's either Dice or Geese. It's D-I-E-S-T. Apologize. Dice uh... or Geese. Yeah, like if there is anybody who actually listens to this, they know anything about it. Please email us and let me know how you pronounce this. I've already said this like in multiple things. If I pronounced it wrong, write us and tell us so that way my dumbass knows. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna call her Dice because that just sounds like awesome. Well, we're gonna refer to her by Taylor. Right. Okay. So, 18-year-old Taylor Von Dice um, was brutally attacked on Halloween night in 2011. Holy shit. Taylor was walking along some train tracks on her way to meet some friends, either to go to a party or go trick-or-treating. She was, what, 18? Yeah, because different articles said different things. Some said she was going to go meet friends to go trick-or-treating, while others said she was heading to a party. So that's why I just put both, because she was... Maybe she she was was trick-or-treating on her way to the party. She was was (laughs) going out to hang out with friends. That's what that is something she was going to do. Listen, I'm in my 30s and I still trick-or-treat, okay? I don't go up to the door and say trick-or-treat, but if they offer me candy, who am I to turn that shit down? Right. But I dress up, so. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't want to dress up, they want to have a dress up. I know that's right. Uh, <laughs> um, at 6.01 p.m., she sent a text being creeped, which means being followed. Um, who is she sending a text to? I believe it was um, to some of her friends. She was walking? Oh, yeah, she was walking along some train tracks, okay. And it's, like, that's creepy as fuck, because here in the United States, around 6.01, um, around, like, Halloween and stuff, it's already dark at that time. This take, and this takes place in Canada, I believe. Okay. Oh, my God, poor girl. She, I'm sorry, at this point, like me, I'm just paranoid. I would have went to the most, like, populated, par- like, area there was. Um, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have just stood around, you know, or kept walking. I would have tried to find a whole bunch of people. But I'm, like, at this point in my life, I am so fucking paranoid about shit. So it don't even matter. After Taylor didn't show up to meet her friends around 730, she was no longer responding to texts. And her family became worried and called the police. The police, her family, and friends started a search for her. Around 8.45, November 1st, Taylor was found breathing but unconscious in some bushes. She was badly beaten and had severe head wounds. Ooh, that makes me think, like, he kept her. He, like, really hurt her the way he wanted to, like, bruise her and hurt her. And then he, well, I'm going to assume he, I don't know, because I don't read it. You guys already know this. <laughs> but, like, maybe, like, he thought he could try to kill her and just throw her out and she didn't end up she, dying. No, she was attacked in the same location. So she just lay there for them that many I days? Be, I believe, um, I believe, like, she oh, wait. wasn't in the open. It was on Halloween, so it yeah. was only, like, the next day. Yeah, and okay. I, I believe because she was still in the same general area. Taylor was taken to the hospital where, unfortunately, later she would die from her injuries. Um, she died from multiple blunt force trauma wounds to the back of the head. Oh my god. Yeah, she, she they beat the fuck 
fuck out of yeah, her. Yeah, it, it was, yeah, it was really sad. See, my mom and I make fun of me for being like, oh, you're the old style Mexican mom that don't let your kids go anywhere and nobody come over and da da They can have their friends at school. They don't need to go nowhere because if they go somewhere, then they're going to get hurt and they're going to die. <laughs> Um, you enjoy your friends while you're at school or whatever, like dance, karate, whatever they're in, cheerleading. I don't care. Enjoy your friends at that time. There is no hanging out anywhere outside because you got to stay here so I can protect you. <laughs> Even if you are 18. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not that bad, but in my mind, I am. Um, <laughs> she does. <laughs> um, Taylor Steppard's, oh my God. She suffered six blows to her head during the scalp and fracturing her school. Soul. Oh, I mean, she was 18. She was still a fucking baby, man. Um, she did try to defend herself and fight back. Good for you, Taylor. You whooped that fucking ass as much as you can. Uh, she was trying to protect her head from being hit because she had cuts and bruises on her hands. Oh, baby. She also has some broken fingers. Oh, that means they had a like a blunt object yeah, beaten like the fuck out of her. Yeah, she was really trying to, you know, protect herself. As oh my god, as she was being strangled, she was trying to remove whatever he was using. Her own. I can't. No, I don't want to read it. The picture just got my mind. This is probably one of the most detailed things we have read. So far, that is fucking me up right now. I hope I don't have dreams. <laughs> oh my god, it's not funny. Like, I'm not laughing about the situation, but oh, okay, I'm gonna have to fuck those situations because I'm nervous. She had her fingernail marks where the in her fingernail marks were embedded in her fucking neck. When I think of things like that, I think of like, um, Yes, like Texas Chainsaw, you know, any type of movie at the beginning where, you know, when the kids, like, not just kids, but people are being, like, drugged or anywhere, and they're trying to grab on and stuff and stuff, and they're figuring out to get ripped off because they're trying to grab fucking brick walls and shit. That's what comes to my mind when I think about someone, like, she was fighting. You know how hard you have to put your nails into your skin like that? I didn't even want to read it. Okay. As she was... Okay, I'll read that. Sorry, I'll read it again. <laughs> Taylor was able to scratch her attacker in the face and left his DNA underneath her fingernails. Yeah, yeah, I was like, good for her. Cause least... Okay, so I was listening to this podcast. I cannot remember which one, or I would definitely like, give him a little shout out right now. But one of the stories that they were saying was that somebody was telling the kid that if something happened to him, because, like, okay. A kid in the neighborhood came up missing. So the dad of one of the other kids, which was the kid that came up missing's friend, the dad told his kid, you know, if you ever something like that ever happens to you, wherever you end up, start just start swallowing shit. Pieces of carpet, you know, whatever you can find, just start swallowing it. So that way if you do end up being killed and they drop your body off, they can have evidence of their DNA somehow in your stomach. Hell yeah, that's smart. And that's right there. That's Good for you, girl, scratching the fuck out of him, putting up a fight. Um, Matthew Foster's DNA was the match to what they collected underneath her fingernails. Matthew was under the influence at the time that he attacked Taylor. He had vodka, beer, and mushrooms and weed in his system. Okay. It was the mushrooms. <laughs> That's all that shit. <laughs> um, Matthew was following t- 
Taylor intending to just, or I'm sorry, to rape her. But when Taylor started screaming and fighting back, he hit her in the head multiple times with a heavy flashlight. Matthew's father, Stephen? Yes, Stephen. Stephen bought his son a fake ID, which he used to go to Ontario? Yep, Ontario. And get a job. Why would you even give him a fake ID? Um, Stephen was telling his son how to invade the, or to, how to evade the police. The police. Um, April 4, 2012, Matthew and Stephen were arrested. And Matthew was arrested in Ontario mm-hmm. at the hotel. And Stephen was arrested at his home in British Columbia. Stephen was arrested for obstruction of justice and accessory after the fact of murder. In 2014, Stephen was sentenced to three years in jail after pleading guilty to the charge of accessory after the fact. Stephen was credited was credited for time spent in custody, which knocked almost one year off of the sentence. That some situations I don't understand why that's even allowed. Um, in Matthew's 2014 trial, when it was mentioned that he followed Taylor and sentenced to rape her, the judge instructed the jury instructed the jury that killing committed that killing committed during a sexual assault or attempted sexual assault is considered first degree murder. In Canada, a conviction of first degree murder carries an automatic life sentence with no chance of parole for 25 years. Matthew did admit that he caused her injuries that resulted in her death, but he still pled not guilty to first-degree murder. The jury found Matthew guilty of first-degree murder in 2014. He appealed the the conviction and was granted a retrial in 2017. They say there was an error in the trial judge's instructions to the jury. Uh, For the second trial, Matthew pled guilty in March 2018 to second-degree murder, and a second-degree murder conviction carries an automatic license. (coughs) He was never looking at the death penalty, right? Right. He, um... Okay, he has to serve 17 years before he is eligible for parole. April 4th, 2029, he will be eligible to apply for parole. Taylor's mom, Marie, said, That's not very long for taking a life. Practically, particularly, particularly, yeah. how do you say particularly? Particularly. I have to look up there. Um, as brutally as he took Taylor's life, and I, I agree with her. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't just an accident. Like, he no, went he, out no, your way yeah, to do he, this. Yeah, he hit her. You could have let her go. He hit her multiple times. Yeah. Um, she also said in his letter of apology, not once did he mention Taylor's name. And in my eyes, I see that as he, he is still not accepting responsibility in the moment, and I do not blame you there. Because bitch, what if you can't even uh, even mention the fucking name of the person that you literally brutally killed? We'll take that break so we can go into the crime scene. 
All right. Now we're gonna do our little crime random stories. Um, this one takes place in Florida, August twenty fourth, two thousand and twenty. A woman called 911 is saying that her husband saw a big gator in a storage shed. Oh no, not Winter Haven. <laughs> when Winter Haven police showed up, they saw one big gator. But it wasn't real. <laughs> it, was, it was a pod. It was a pod floaty someone left behind. It's a pod floaty. Pad? Pod? Sometimes I can't tell the difference between your O's and A's. I'm so sorry. Cool. Oh, there looks like a D. <laughs> I, I knew this. <laughs> it looks like a D. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's no edits in this one. <laughs> I love some people that are drunk. 
we, he promote, shouldn't have been driving. Yeah, we don't so, promote drinking. No, and don't drink and drive. But the rest of it, I mean, like, because I don't even drink and drive. Like, you're the one that's normally driving mm-hmm. when I'm drinking. But if, like, I'm drunk out in public and the police came up and be like, can you do a sobriety test? I'm like, oh my God, can you just stop a <laughs> I would never, like, be like, hey, watch his backflip. Because my fat ass, I don't do no backflip. So. <laughs> I'd be like, watch. And you just stand there and lift your arms up. Be like, I did it. <laughs> By the way, I, I am a mommy of two, so I do not go out in public and get drunk like that. This was so, back. Yeah, before I had kids. Um, and this one also took place in Florida in December 2018. 20-year-old Anthony Gallagher? Yes, I thought it was Gallagher. Um, went to McDonald's. <laughs> Fucking McDonald's, man. <laughs> went to McDonald's drive-thru and tried to trade a bag of wings. <laughs> Okay, where was he in Florida that them them people in the in the drive-thru didn't be like, yeah, man, I got you? Because every fucking McDonald's that I have been in in this remote couple hours facility, them little fucking people in there be like, man, give me a blunt, let me get that weed while you driving through the road. Like, there's some weed heads. Just saying, <laughs> the worker didn't take it. Well. <laughs> I don't blame you, girl. You're at work. You gotta be professional. Exactly. Um, they don't want to get fired. I know. <laughs> and he drove off. But Anthony came back and was pulled over by the Why did he come back? <laughs> he was pulled over by the cops. He said it was a joke and he had eleven a gram. He had eleven grams of marijuana. He was charged with a DUI and possession. Oh, homie was drinking too. Okay, now it makes sense. <laughs> well no, remember if he's high, that could also be considered oh, driving yeah. influence. If that makes sense. Okay, so, so do you even remember what episode this is? Oh, I don't. I messed up on that one. That's all right. Um, but I, um, this is episode whatever. <laughs> we'll figure it out in the next one. So we hope you guys that you guys enjoyed. And Please remember episode that our next because this one's gonna drop today, and mm-hmm. our next episode. Is gonna drop um December eighth, so we do have some new episodes coming up. The next one's gonna be December eighth is when it drops. Yeah, guys, don't give up on us. We're still here, and we didn't forget about you guys. So um, that's basically it, right? Yeah, because I forgot to look up the number. We'll we'll tell you next time. You'll know. <laughs> you know, appreciate all the listeners. Yes, keep listening to us. Um. Subscribe, share, listen, rate, whatever. Just keep helping us out. Bye.